to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. Today we're joined by our guest, John Paul Veromo, comedian. Happy to have you here, man. Hey, happy to be here. Tell our uh, audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, I, I'm a comedian. Um, I, uh, I'm, a, I, I, I'm clearly wearing a backwards hat because I haven't gotten a haircut in a... <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot months. of people, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah i know i know i was like it was one of those things where i was like i'm just fucking wearing the hat and i'm just gonna let it go and that's about it that's um, been my no, go-to lately, lately too man the hat don't feel bad yeah i want a couple of people i've been talking to it's kind of funny they're like oh man like you that backwards hat thing is pretty good and i'm like it, is it though <laughs> like, <it's not. laughs> i'm like but they're just excited. <laughs> yeah i know i was like oh i i, I just it's a it's a i don't want to wear it any other way so <laughs> 90s kid um so uh, yeah, good no, company for that fantastic yep. yeah i figure we're all around the same age yeah yeah right um, i don't think i've ever yeah. worn a cap honestly front ways <laughs> i'm gonna admit that yeah i don't think i've ever worn right? a cap like i've never yeah. I, i'll i very rarely like i'll wear like a hat if i if i'm like i fucking always wear a hat when i go to the gym not to brag uh and <laughs> oh, big flex big flex <laughs> this guy i know right look at me um yeah but i'll do it like i'll put it like i don't know because i just don't want to be bothered like that's mm-hmm. the only time i like I like, I don't want to talk, not that any, like, I'm not talking about like recognize, I just, I just want to try to make it look like I don't want to socialize. Mm-hmm. I just wear clothes that I wore the day before. I don't wear like gym clothes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people pay money to wear, like, I just wear uh, sweatpants that are literally falling apart <laughs> <laughs> and whatever shirt I wore the day before. Oh, so just purpose. Picture, I pictured you as a Lululemon type of guy, you know? Yeah, dude. Booty. <laughs> booty. Getting in those spanks. Like. Only the sticker earrings, man. That's the only thing I get at Lululemon. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I started to introduce myself and then gave up. <laughs> so, yeah, when you're, like, not work, when you're not working out, what are, uh, what are you up to? <laughs> oh, that's such a... That's such a that's such loaded. A dig, very loaded. I, I have been doing shit since this all started. Oh, no. You're like, no, yeah, it's awful um i uh no I'm, I'm a comedian full-time comedian uh i tour all over the country and i also write and uh i i also draw i have a, a book out that i put out a couple years ago called drawings from a nobody so I do a lot of cartooning stuff like that too but mostly just straight up stand up and um i like to say i can act but it's a lie so uh <laughs> you gotta sell them on it that's the key right? yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. dude yeah. i figure some casting director guy has to make a mistake you know what i mean every 10 years somebody <laughs> fucks up i'm gonna be that 10th year fuck up let me be oh, there yeah, for dude. you yep yeah so so how long have you been doing comedy uh in this november i think uh november 21st will be 17 years wow yeah what what yeah. first got you got you into it um i i love comedy i love comedians like my entire life and uh i don't uh i think basically when i started doing stand-up i had uh i graduated high school went to college for about a year and then um had a bunch of things kind of happen where i didn't really want to be uh in college it's such a it's like a, one of the most boring like origin stories by the way i'm just like <laughs> it's like i just decided one day to give up um, <laughs> I find it fascinating, but continue. A lot like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, you know, my everybody, everybody I knew was still living, and I was like, I'm gonna slowly try to kill myself. Uh, oh, 
by being poor and uh, not having health care and doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was doing that, and then I I didn't want to I didn't want to be in college. I didn't want to do uh, I didn't really want to teach, and I couldn't wrap my head around wasting that kind of money when I knew I didn't want to do it. I really, really, really wanted to do stand up, and um, a bunch of things kind of happened, and then I was like, fuck it, and I went and started doing stand. I took a class, uh, as you do. Uh, in the, in the city. I, I don't even know how I found this. I think, um, I don't know if my parents found it because they knew I was miserable. Um, and, uh, but I, but I did find, when I was like 20, um, I, there was like a class at Caroline's in New York mm-hmm. and, uh, you could take it. And it seemed, it seemed like a responsible way to, to, to bail on college. And because you, when you when you tell people you're taking it's a, a class, type it of seems class. better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's so much. It's so weird to think about that kind of shit too, because it's there's no reason to justify anything like that. But when you say you're spending money on something, and then you call it a class, and there's a group of people there, for some reason it just sounds more responsible than yeah, I'm gonna go into this dive bar and try to tell dick jokes uh, for no money. (laughs) So it seemed like a good way, but it, but it was, it was, it was a cool, uh, experience. And, um, it's a better way to end up than like the Nexium people where they start, you know, bought into a class and (laughs) totally (laughs) did a branded, you know? Oh my God. And there's, you know, it's funny too, because as I got older, I was like, I, I did the, uh, I did the class and it's me. It was like 30 people that were in it. And then there's only me and one other person out of that class who are still doing stand-up or, oh, or wow. still in enter- entertainment in some way mm-hmm. but it was fun it was it was a good experience and um and then from that point on I just it was it was a nice gateway into it because at least mm-hmm. I from there I got made connections so I started doing stand-up in the city after that for a long time and then I got taken out on the road pretty early by a, a this guy who was headlining all over the place um and i think it was well we became friends but also he had a dui so he couldn't drive and he was like hey you got a car and i was like do i uh, <laughs> i'm your man <laughs> and what i yeah exactly and when i i left um when i started in stand-up i got a full-time job at a bank so um uh you know i fucking hated that that was that was horseshit uh and uh but yeah so i had a brand new car so i had a, i bought a car i got a job at a bank bought a car and started doing stand-up uh after work and on the weekends so i never uh, you know didn't really ever stop moving but damn yeah and then i got like i said i got taken out on the road pretty early so it taught me a lot you know mm-hmm. when you're driving up to the catskills performing at a fucking <laughs> uh at some kind of barn you know <laughs> oh yeah we know that too your... well <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You we, to... we grew up in the the upstate new york area probably in the in the regions that you yeah. you 30 minutes uh, from the Catskills so you've played probably you probably played in Poughkeepsie before like you've like done a couple venues there tons of times in Poughkeepsie well I was there when Bananas was still on the club in Poughkeepsie right off route nine there near the mall yeah (laughs) yep yep oh yeah we grew up going there what a garbage hotel dude that was the first hotel I stayed in (laughs) where I know there's a lot of garbage in that whole area to be honest totally (laughs) there was a blood stain behind the bed in the hotel sounds right I was just like that looks unusual. I don't know if I can say. And I was, and then I was still at the point, and like I was only like maybe a year or so into comedy, and I was like, do I say something about the blood stain? Or <laughs> is that like, is that like the comedian's room or what's going on? 
Uh, and I told the headliner and he was like, uh, yeah, you say something about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to, that might need to trouble. be investigated. Yeah. Yeah. I need to call cops. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it's kind of head shaped. I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> oh. alarm anybody. There's a hole um, in the ground next to I it. I heard no like, good things about bullet. bananas. It's almost yeah, probably no. better that place closed. Well, uh, yeah, Poughkeepsie, yeah, uh, that was a, that was a shit show of a room because the original owners who I love, I love Harlan and Arlene, um, didn't, didn't they they were never there it was somebody else had licensed mm-hmm. it i guess and and took the name over there um but the one in hasbrook heights oddly enough even though it was like an hour and 20 away from where i lived mm-hmm. kind of became my home club because they oh, wow. they were the first club to let me open um they were the first club to middle me and then the first club to let me open for like national headliners so i opened for jimmy fallon uh yeah. right before he took over for conan um because he, oh, he went on like a mini tour and uh I did like five shows. They called me and I got to do like five shows with them. And it was incredible. So they were, they were always really good to me. The one in Poughkeepsie though, I remember uh, another time too, they put me in a, um, <clears throat> in one of the hotel rooms or whatever. And I get into the wing and I'm like, uh, oh, it's fucking quiet as shit. And I, you know, go into my room or whatever and I'm doing all my shit. And I go to set up the Wi-Fi. I was like, no fucking Wi-Fi. Like, oh, God, that, all right, whatever. So like I go to take a shower and the water is like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm like, I like and then I like flicked on like one of the lights or whatever and I noticed there was no lights so like I call I had to call the hotel lobby for my I still didn't leave the room by the way but I called the <laughs> lobby from like my cell phone and I was like hey I don't know what's going on but can you send somebody over here like literally nothing on or working in my room and they were like well that's weird and then they called my cell phone back and they were like hey yeah we put you uh in a wing that's being renovated like they were literally like wrecking ball demolishing <laughs> like I get, but I like I like open my door and I like look down the hallway. And there's nobody coming in or no kids, oh and they're like, "Yeah, you're not supposed to be over there." And I'm like, "Oh, really? You want to fucking come get me out of you know?" <laughs> so, it's like, well, yeah, how the was, fuck did I get in here then? <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Who put me in this?" They, just the amazing way they treat comedians in places. I was waiting for like a Halloween spin where you called the desk, no one was there. It was ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> the whole place, the whole has, place been has been shut down since '92. Yeah. I've been there that for was, forty years. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bob Levy's club felt like back in the day in Pennsylvania. <laughs> they were just like, "Is anybody showing up to watch us?" Or oh, nobody? Man. Or oh man. Like, yeah. What's a Pennsylvania crowd like? Is it like it's got to be Horrible. vastly different than the New York or Jersey style? Yeah, they are. Um, th- there's a oh, dude. It depends, man. Like Philly, you can't do progressive uh, jokes, probably right. I mean, you got to be in a spectrum that's not the usual. Yeah, no, you can't do. Well, I mean, I do it anyway. I I kind of <laughs> like to. Uh, I don't. I don't. I never. I I very. I I very rarely change what I'm going to do. Like, I feel like I've got jokes for everybody. And then at some point you're going to fucking hate me. And either way, I'm getting paid at the end of the night. So I don't care. You know, my, I, I, I really don't. I don't know if that's a, my manager probably hates me for it, but whatever. Um, yeah. Pennsylvania shows, depending on where you are in Pennsylvania sucks. Philly's always cool. I like, I like Philly crowds. I've done the punchline a bunch. Um, they're awesome. Anytime you go into a city, it's cool. <laughs> but like yeah yeah fucking but like <laughs> but fucking um like uh scranton pennsylvania um and uh god where the fuck else i'm trying to think of this other club that i i Let's would go scranton for a festival yeah it's not scranton pennsylvania wasn't too bad this place called wisecrackers but they're all fucking hicks yeah so, gonna say, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. like they're there for they, they it's not like i don't think it's a real challenge to get them to you know 
you know, get into a good mood or whatever. But if you go too, I think if you go too liberal or or whatever, they will, fucking, you know, yeah. kind of. I've, fucking I've seen riot. a couple of clips on on your social media of you kind of getting into it with a couple of hecklers, and it usually seems to be over the political stuff that people yeah. get their nuts in a twist. Yeah, <laughs> which, which is hilarious because it's like. I'll do like you know I'll, I'll they're like headlining sets or whatever and it'll be like the last like I, I usually throw that kind of stuff in towards the end I'll have like mm -hmm. 15 minutes left and I'll go okay and here's some stuff I'll do you know because it's the old trick you get them to like you first then you say horrible shit about their family and then <laughs> you know and you're like hey, I get it um but uh <laughs> another Thanksgiving ruined <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. you, you're like you know you, you just play up the whole uh charming thing or whatever but then um yeah it, that was in i think if i think the clip that i posted recently was from michigan where they were like okay. trump 2020ing me yeah yeah or whatever and we went back <laughs> and forth a little bit that's happened three times in that fucking state really like wow. the only, like my my uh my friend and i will go on on the road together um and she and i for whatever we'll we travel all over the country so we'll do a bunch of red states and we always assume the worst like that we're they're gonna get she's, <laughs> i'm me and she is um she's 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 gay she's got a wife and everything mm -hmm. like that she's got a bunch of tattoos and stuff. so <laughs> we don't ever look like we belong oh no sticking out like sore thumbs <laughs> yeah totally but for the but for the most part it, it's kind of cool like we get people that come out to the shows or whatever even if they're mixed they're mm -hmm. still there to have a good time for some reason fucking michigan dude they are like there's just there's just diehard fucking trump supporters i guess over there for a purple state it's fucking weird oh, wow. but um it's there these people are uh like embarrassments to their town essentially too because we've got we have so many like the majority of the crowd that's there it was like a packed house and uh they were always very apologetic they're like oh. we hope you come back because they're not we don't know that whatever and even like the rest i thought we were gonna get fucked because the um Normally, a business owner is always Republican. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to, you know, I, yeah, I don't know why they're not protecting yeah. the bottom line type of thing. Yep. Ba basically, and I was just kind of like, you know, uh, I guess we're fine. But uh, <laughs> I remember the first time that happened. Like the owner's wife came down, and she was like, "I'm so," she was so cool. She's like, "I'm so sorry." And then her uh, husband, who owns the club, emailed me, and she's like, "He's like, fuck these MAGA hat." fucking like <laughs> I doesn't just like i'm, I'm like we're, we they're banned from the club he's like they ruined like because oh, wow. they're just slob they are like they're just the worst you know uh worst for business and they think they're the best for some reason hmm. but uh yeah it's always interesting man they they uh I, I don't mind going at it with it's a, it's a different type of heckler it sounds like i mean we've yeah. had comedians on the show before and we've asked you know how do you kind of deal with hecklers or what's mm -hmm. the what's the approach um it, it when it's political it seems different than if they're just being belligerently drunk and answering hypotheticals i think yeah, yeah it is and I, I i don't mind any like i i very much like to improvise when i'm on stage and i like to make it conversational and and i like to be able to have room within my jokes to fuck around and tell i come up with new stuff too or when you're working out mm -hmm. stuff so for me like i love that energy like i don't like i'll handle it like i don't want to consistently talk to people mm -hmm. But like, I like to leave that room to go whatever. And occasionally if it does happen, more fun for me. And for yeah. the, like, I'll bring everybody into it. But when it like, that's the only time, uh, so I've been doing this like 17 years. Like the only time it's been like, am I going to die? <laughs> <You're> comfortable, <laughs> we're, yeah. We're like, yeah. Like I did a show in Phoenix 
Arizona. Um, and uh, I don't know why I added Arizona. Like you guys don't know where Phoenix is. You're like Phoenix, uh, Massachusetts. Phoenix, uh, in India. <laughs> Wait, where? <laughs> I was like, that was so retarded. Uh, but um, yeah, I did a show there, and they had to stop me from going into the lobby because one dude who I did like two Trump jokes and they're innocuous. They're not, I'm not like on a pedestal when I'm up there. I'm there to make people laugh, but I, yeah. I you know, I dig at whatever's going on. And, uh, but I did like two Trump jokes and uh, I guess he fucking like ha- hated them. And he was oh, this God. big military dude. And they were like, oh. and I was like, I'm like talking to the audience or whatever, but uh, like we're on our way out and I had some friends there. And then I start to walk out in the lobby and the managers comes up and it's like, not yet uh, <laughs> and i was like what shit. was going on and they were like just uh, just hold up and then somebody finally came out and told me and they were like yeah we're trying to get that guy to leave uh he just wants to beat the shit out of you oh my god <laughs> and i was like why and i was like and at first i was like i'll talk like i'll, like, I'll smooth it over and they were like <laughs> he's past the point <laughs> like, of reasoning they're like he left his girlfriend at the table uh because <laughs> he was like plastered oh, too so oh, apparently boy. he like walked out and was like waiting and then uh, his girlfriend which is kind of like they were like i don't know he just took off without her so she's like by the end of the night it was hilarious because i think he just left like he drunkenly got into whatever he was driving oh god <laughs> left and then they were like yeah i don't know or his girlfriend's still here and i was like Ooh. <laughs> you enraged uh, no, him so much he completely forgot he was in a relationship totally yeah <laughs> that's, that's how a lot of my show goes i <laughs> I want people to escape. John <laughs> Homewrecker, uh, Pavarum. <laughs> divide and conquer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like he left his family. Uh, a, lot, a lot of heartache at my shows. Oh, man. Yeah, hey, I mean, it I, leads I, to I, the next joke. <laughs> do, do you have like a favorite area to play? I mean, I, I could, or to uh, yeah. do your shows. I'd imagine yeah, it's I mean, not, not that area. <laughs> no, no, not that area. Uh, no, my favorite are, uh, I, I love, um, obviously love New York, you know, can't get any better than New York, but Boston and DC, New York, Boston and DC. I, I look forward to going to those areas every year. I like performing in LA, but you know, it's, it's fun, but it's, you're only out in LA to do like every, every time I go out there, it's because I've got like network meetings and stuff mm-hmm. and I'm trying to pitch something or whatever. So it's fun to get into the clubs over there a little bit, but I don't live there. So I don't get to like, you know hang out there too much anyway so you know i see people i like in la and stuff and it's fun um and oddly enough i love my uh my friend and i when we go to there's a place in virginia newport news virginia called kazi's comedy club hmm. and it's one of those places that you wouldn't even think you would enjoy to go you would enjoy to go or whatever because yeah. the first time i went i was it was another it was one of those things where i was like i don't know where i am this is gonna fucking probably suck they're gonna hate me uh i've been doing it since like I don't know, 2008, maybe I, I, I go, we go every year. Um, and, uh, it's a blast. It's a, it's a cool area. It's like, they've got the university over there. So they're like a college area. And then, uh, it's also a military town. So we get this cool mix of like military people, military families, and then college kids. And, uh, and then just like the locals and it, whatever reason, man, it's a perfect blend of just fucking, and they pack it in and, uh Lorraine um is the owner of the club and she's got like she's just the best they're all they're all fucking awesome and uh yeah it's one of my favorite places to go it's funny after even after the quarantine or whatever I had messaged her to see how she was doing mm-hmm. and I was like I like if 
if you guys want us to come back or whatever, like we'll come back immediately as soon as you guys open. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it's just a just a fucking great room to be in. Yeah. That's so that's those awesome. are my favorite. Yeah. That's funny. I was expecting like a more hometown one, like a northeast hit for you. That's that's really funny I, that it'd be just like a random town down there. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's a really not too fun far. How, how long of a the trip is that? It's a six-hour drive. Oh wow, that's okay. Not, that's a, it's not yeah. too bad though. That's less. It's than not I too it bad. Good. I've driven cross country twice, so like, no, oh, there's man. no. I have no time. I, I don't care anymore about. You know <laughs> that does break it, right? Yeah, it I really just does. moved across country, man, and it's like fucking six hours. Doesn't seem like it used to after doing oh, wow. like twenty. Yeah, no. He did yeah, New York totally to did. Florida. I did New York to California. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Where yeah. in California are you? A uh, Bay Area. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And yep. you're in Florida, you said? Yep. Yeah, I'm living with the the wild Florida men. He's on Gator Watch. Oh, I'm in Orlando, <laughs> though. Like it's very it's pretty progressive. It's nice here. And oh people yeah. Wear their masks nice. and stay in line, and you know they don't. Yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Maga on us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it, that's. <clears throat> I performed in Florida. Um, like I did like a like two weeks of shows out there. And every, you know, uh, Jacksonville was a blast. That's how I ended it because I was going, I drove there. So I was going back. Mm. Um, and that was just, you know, Jacksonville's fucking awesome. And then I did like Punta Gorda, the fuck which is, is that? a weird, dude, don't even bother. <laughs> is it up uh, north a, or is that south? That's, I think it's, I think it's south. Uh, I'm not sure because I blacked out. Um, oh, but it's uh it's uh and i did um yeah punta gorda is like old it was just a fucking shit ton of old conservative people there uh, oh yeah so not my not my favorite place to be sounds like all there is to um, do is kick gourds no <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically it was it, like a nice beautiful area but just like ugh. um and then i was in god i can't remember where snappers comedy club is i should um but i was wherever that is and that was cool too so it was kind of like i went as further as as further i could go and then kind of toward the middle and then jacksonville and then fucking went back home damn it's gotta be a lot of fun kind of tiring i imagine though yeah no no but by the end of it i'm exactly like but whenever i i have like i feel like i have enough energy for whatever the trip is however many shows i have to do and getting back and then i die for like three days (laughs) (laughs) I don't answer phones. I, I don't wake up ever. I'm just like, well, it's it. a lot of late nights, man, too, right? I mean, you're, you probably get yeah. no sleep on the road. You're you're got these late no, nights, no. man. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know yeah. your your lifestyle, but I'd imagine you're probably hanging out with people after the shows, which leads yep. to that crazy, even crazier. So, like, yeah, and you're not yeah. comfortable. You're not home, dude. You're not. You're living. You're like it's, in hotel rooms with blood stains behind the fucking mattress. <laughs> You know, <laughs> some dude might be lingering outside that's trying to make America great again by killing John. Oh right my now. god! <laughs> I know, so fucking weird, man. It don't. It, it's happened like a handful of times. No more, more than more since Trump's been in office. Then it's oh, so bet. weird. Yeah. yeah, it's they're so weird how fucking fanatical they are about that dude. It's like I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, it's just a, poli- well, not even a politician, but you know what I mean. I'm like, come on. I hate when people think politicians of any kind are heroes. I don't think they should be heroes or celebrities. <laughs> Yeah. They're just fucking public servants. Yeah. Do the goddamn job. <laughs> they they work for you. On TV. Dude. Yeah, exactly. I like, I mean, you know, I don't see other employees as fucking much. Why, why are they constantly Dude. on every fucking game show and, you know. God, right? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, it's become more of a celebrity thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so with uh, COVID um, having just happened and from like, I guess your perspective as a performer, have you seen like comedy clubs taking like a huge hit and like closing like are, are yeah. we seeing a lot of them going out of business i'm sure that i think the smaller clubs obviously some of them probably took a hit and closed i haven't seen um 
I haven't seen any of the major ones. I know they've taken hits. I know a lot of like um, really famous comics have, have raised money for them and stuff. I saw okay. it like actually early on. Um, you know, they're they're trying to save these clubs or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's taking a hit. It sucks. And um, but I also don't. You know, I don't know. Catch shit for saying it too, but like, I don't necessarily agree with like the swath of comedians that are like, open up. If this place can open up, then comedy should open up. And I'm like, <laughs> well, this place shouldn't be open anyway. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I don't. You know, it's it's not like tit for tat here, where they're like, well, if they're letting people die, why can't we let people? Die? Like, <laughs> you know, and I and it's I can't wrap my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's so it's so fucking like. I mean, at a certain point, when do we all drop? like a facade you know what i mean yeah. like you know i i'm everybody's got their level of fantasy and and um you know kind of shit that we pretend has to happen traditions or whatever but to me it's like you know when when i see some comedians and they're just like uh people need to laugh right now man yeah people need to not be sick right now too so <laughs> you know and and don't don't fucking well john laughter is the like, best, best medicine so exactly yeah I, that's why i don't have health care i laugh all the time <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, I got this doc. I'm just gonna watch a Scooby Doo rerun and <laughs> um, <laughs> playing a laugh track. Uh, so, like, but uh, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, I feel for them. Like, I understand I'm frustrated too. I want to go back out on the road, but mm. I have no intention of gathering people together. You know, even if I'm safe, I, right. I don't see that. I can't. You know, it just doesn't sound good. This episode is brought to you in part by Hemp-CBD.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworm Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get over my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Wiki, 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 wiki. It was more like, wiki, 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 wiki. And then the, and then he had to wait for the light. You can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. I, I've seen some some ways of it being done that seem to Zoom no, comedy no, shit seems just, to be oh kind no. of a fall flat. But then yeah. like say what Chappelle did a few months ago where he had the distance, everyone was outside, still got a stage, still got a mic. It's not yep. that far off from 
Chappelle and uh, Chappelle, that that stuff's amazing. I, I you know, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like everybody I kind of know wishes they could do something like that because, yeah. but he can, and that's that's he's fucking Chappelle. awesome. Like, yeah, yeah he's Chappelle. I mean, yeah. he, and he makes sure. Fucking that. <laughs> yeah, tickets tickets sell, well, and I'm <clears throat> they're all social distance or whatever. But he makes everybody get, you know, a COVID test. Mm. So all the celebrities get them when they before they get there, and and mm-hmm. people who are around him or whatever, like. If you can afford to have, if, if the comedy clubs are making people get COVID tested either before or after or providing something like that, or the comics could get it done, mm-hmm. that'd be great. But that's not the case. Nobody yeah. has Chappelle money, no. you know, and even to, um, Whitney Cummings is doing stuff in her backyard for comedians. Oh, wow. Which is great. She's got a huge fucking house. She's a, she's a millionaire, you know, she can afforded that shit and they're all getting COVID tested. I've been so listening to her awesome. latest podcast on uh, Silvio Berlusconi. Oh yeah, how was that? I didn't see that one. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm debating paying for the Wondery app just to get access to the other episodes that haven't come out. Nice. Yet. It's it's that good. Um, mm. My fiance also has family in Italy, so I always like learning about that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, damn. But uh, yeah, if, if yeah, if you got the money to set yeah. up like a huge, you know, <laughs> production where everyone is tested and stuff like yeah. that. And it's awesome that they're they're able to do that. There's nobody out here that's doing that shit. I don't know where all the fucking New York comedians are, but they're not hosting people on their fucking roofs, you know. Yeah. So I, uh, you know what I mean? It's weird. Like the LA LA scene and Chappelle out in Ohio has has gotten people together. What has Jerry don't see... Seinfeld done lately? Right. I mean... <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get the clubs open, which is fucking great, I guess. But you know, who's it, who's know, it at man. the expense of? I guess. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, what's it going to be like doing a show with a half full room or a, a quarter full room? I mean, whatever they decide is the limit for the room. It's going to be a little weird, man. You're, you're, yeah, it is going to be Crowd work's going to be different. Like, everything's different. Yeah, I just don't understand why, you know, if people, I, I mean, obviously, you, you know, if we had done it right, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have lasted. I didn't think it was going to last this long. I really did have a naivety about, you know, the government either making people stay. I, I thought people were going to be dumb, but I really thought they were going to have a better way to uh handle you know these fucking assholes that are just abusing the shit out of it but apparently yeah. you know not so here we are and i don't know <laughs> that the answer is to just ignore it and go back out and you know you know 200,000 deaths come on um you know i mean i had a problem people. with people yeah and then people still pretending that their fucking weddings matter and shit like that or whatever Dude, the fuck I hate this shit yeah yeah i'm like yeah. i i don't understand it like are you fucking like i get it like it's you know, I've been in a million weddings, but I'm not going to dis- pretend. Discussion like, about like uh, vacation time, you know, and the yeah. same same idea. I, I've seen you know people taking vacation and going to different parts of the state and stuff like that. And I'm like, yep. is this okay? And it's yeah. like, well, if they're right. doing it, can I do it? Wait, no, I'm falling into the same fucking falling. trap. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. everyone just having bad behavior essentially. Yeah. Well, you know, it's crazy. It's like they get, they, I've seen it happen. Like even, even sometimes I've slipped up or whatever, where you're like, you, you say you can take an inch, obviously that old saying where you take an inch and then you take a fucking yard mm. or whatever. But like, it, that's it. People are like, well, I'm going to do this. And then they go, well, I did this yesterday. So I'm going to do this. And I think you have to be really aware of that because that's why, you know, people are like, well, if we're eating outside, why can't we eat indoors? I'm like, because you're fucking lucky you're eating outside and they've been yeah. able to manage that shit. And like, you know, if you eat indoors, it's going to be, well, there's 50 people. What's 52? And then what about this? And what about, you know what I mean? And that's uh-huh. eventually, because that's just human nature. Everybody wants to just, you know, they're like, you well, see how much you can get away with. almost. <clears throat> yeah. 
and they've been and they've been they've been doing it and fucking up and getting away with a ton of shit. I don't know. I, I feel like it's not that big a deal. Like if they put all their effort into fucking making the government, you know, pay for their shit instead of bitching about not being able to get a fucking haircut or going to a Fuddruckers, you know, they'd be <laughs> they'd be fine. But yeah. they're not they're not doing it. You and I have to look like Sasquatch with our hair. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, it is. It's fucking terrible. My, the uh, woman who cuts my hair is like, when are you going to come in? I'm like, never. No, <laughs> like, no you've been around, find, girl. Like, when yeah. you figure out how to cut my hair when I'm in an ET hazmat suit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, just show me how to do it over the fucking thing. I'll throw you 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah, that's but, what I've been doing. Just you know, hacking away with fucking razors. Man, yeah. He doesn't come bad. Dude, I'm yeah. gonna fuck. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. not getting anybody it's all good. touching up on my neck with their little fucking dirty hands touching <laughs> no. fucking God knows who. And, and, it's been, and you know what's crazy? Uh, it's not even her. It's these fucking fat housewives that are going dude. to demand. You know what I mean? That yeah. I know. I'm yeah. like, I know they're not doing anything. Yes. Yeah. Going out to eat yeah. every night. Shit yeah. Like that. Like yeah. I know. Dude, yeah. And I know their know. dumb fucking husbands are telling them to go get their hair. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You know, because they can barely stand to look at them anyway. Get, so they're just get like, out of the house, Susan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't get your hair dyed. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, like it's not worth that. it. And, and and I mean, when it comes back to comedy, it's. Do you, mm. have you done like shows recently or no? no? I haven't it's, done it. I've done. I did one Zoom show, and I did it because this club that I really love in DC called the Comedy Loft. Um, the guy, the owner there is is great. His name is James Gagan, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" uh this virtual show we're doing you know but and i was like sure and i initially i think i thought it was like just an interview because i've been doing a lot of those and you know doing podcasts and stuff which is fun um but then uh as it got closer it was like a tight five and it was like a bunch of us or like maybe like six of us or whatever and then uh it was, so it was like five minutes set and then an interview but then they were like you don't have to do new material like just do your old stuff but it felt weird to not talk about whatever so i did some new stuff and uh i did the tight five and then it went well and i, I said it was my first zoom show and they were like what like i can't believe it and then i was like yeah i'm going out on top undefeated i'm never doing another zoom show. <laughs> like my first and my last i didn't i didn't you know i yeah. hated every minute of it leading up to it because mm. i was like i i didn't know people logged in to that shit and didn't have to turn their mic on or their video camera <laughs> yeah there's like a thousand people up into the room yeah oh and yeah. they're just like those little fucking weird avatars <laughs> that you see and i'm just like what's the fucking point the fuck are all but those? and then there was like oh dude it was like obviously older people signing on but they're doing that thing where like the camera's up here and they're like there's a oh. snack tray and oh. <laughs> i love it and, the, and they're like ah you know i'm like oh god it's like, like yeah exactly what i need as a performer a close-up of every fucking person in the crowd like yeah oh. exactly so it was i watched one dude bomb before me and i was like oh i didn't even know you could bomb on this thing oh my there's god a, there's a rhythm to it though it's kind of interesting because there is like a like it's 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 almost like when you see a friend in a parking lot but you you gotta go so you catch them <laughs> up real quick in five minutes like, hey you know making jokes or whatever and you're like right anyway i think that's my car <laughs> yeah get out of here. oh man it's got to feel so much different than like actual live performing now it is and then i think too that like i said there's this so there's like a different rhythm to it so you basically are just kind of talking funny almost the same way you would do with your friends so it's it's not real stand-up like you're still kind of getting material out there but you know the pauses are, you you can't pause the same way and wait for everybody's connection 
you know, you just kind of kind of do your shit and, you know, uh, and have the confidence enough to know it's funny. Hmm. And that's it. But I would never, I, I feel like that's so weird. I don't think I would use it the same way to gauge if a joke works as in a club. Yeah. There, there's like no way I'd imagine. The delay, no. the, some people don't have a mic. I mean, it's right. weird. I'd have to mute everybody. I feel like if I was doing it, like I'd have to, like, I couldn't hear like the, all right. And now it's like, <laughs> like five minutes later, it's like, what? The- <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's so weird. It's it's, and the, the, what's cool is like, I feel like this is the most supportive other comedians have actually been though, because like at first I was like, you're still doing it in front of other comedians, but I think we're so hurt by what's going on. We're actually laughing for each other. Like I always laugh anyway. Like I don't, I never understood those people who were like, really hard to make me laugh well you sound like a fucking joy to be around sir you know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fucking dick. like you can't even you know but we we are kind of like the other comedians will just will will sense when the joke is supposed to be there so we laugh at each other and so that helps and i think it makes other people who are watching from home feel like it's okay to laugh out loud and and do whatever but man i've seen some of those other faces and they're just like oh my god dude, and you're like so i do you know you're on screen, sir? I don't even know what to fucking tell Does you. Does that happen in, in normal stand-up? Do you ever get that, like, the stone-cold face and, like, the crowd, and you're just like, wow, that yeah. guy's fucking mean-mugging all night. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can, you can, but you can, like, I, we, we, it's usually the only person we ever see in the audience. We tune to people fucking laughing their asses off into the one dude who's got his arms crossed. Like, what's his and problem? And in your head, you're like, yeah, <laughs> what's exactly. What's this, dude's fucking <laughs> this guy's problem, problem. And you do, and you can address it, but you can't address it on a Zoom show. Mm. you know because then it's like you no you no third square center <laughs> left <laughs> hold on let me click yeah yeah jessica exactly. jessica fire who what the fuck <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna share my screen just give it a second to load and then i'm gonna point to who i'm making fun of <laughs> this bitch this bitch and by right then here. everyone's lost you yeah. it's, it's like oh shit down. 30 people are gone <laughs> yeah it's it's brutal i don't understand why i mean you know why anybody would want to do it um especially even even when they perform at shows with like it seems to me it seems like going backwards and i don't really ever want it like first of all for whatever reason the gatekeepers and comedy club owners have figured out a way to somehow pay us less so you know i've got friends who are like hey how come you're not doing uh the outdoor show you want me to drive an hour and 20 for a hundred fucking dollars because they're also hurt like no i'm i'm fine i'm not doing it um you know that's the funny thing too is that this woman called and she was like well i got people i got comedians coming in from new york to do it for free i'm like well fun fact they're not comedians ma'am <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know who you're getting but yeah, you yeah. know if they're driving uh, that far for free hey tiktok uh influencers are cheap these days man <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah that's what i know i know that is sad yeah is everybody sad. wants to break their way into comedy until they realize they're not funny you know that's, yeah that's yeah a lot of you yeah. or you can't you can't quick cut it <laughs> yeah exactly some of them don't even realize they're not funny that's a, that's the worst and they have the a worst. shit ton of followers so you're like yeah. i guess and it's yeah, weird because some of those followers dude are back them even if they're not funny they'll fucking pack shows still for a while totally. they don't work for like a year yeah just, dude I, I opened for an influence i guess i guess an influence, like an instagram comedian uh not too long ago and uh it was it was crazy man i mean they they packed his fucking show yeah. I mean, and he, and I think he sold out like two shows or whatever on he like an off day. How much of that is marketing though? I wonder. It is. Mm. Well, it's, it's, I mean, he's, uh, I think, I don't know how many, I don't know if he's got a million, maybe, but if you got that many followers, you know, and they're all, what's crazy is, is um, I, I realized that the, 
the people that latch onto that are obviously the, if you've got a TikTok audience or even an Instagram audience or whatever, they're usually younger. So this is their first, whoever they latch onto is their first introduction to stand up. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if, it, if you're doing shit that's like basically generally what like other comedians have done. I'm not saying they stole material. I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. you know, if they're doing the Italian versus whatever thing, mm-hmm. you know, I know a bunch of guys who came before me who've done it. But to these, this young audience that's latched onto this other young influencer or YouTube star or whatever, that's the first time they're seeing it. So it's mm-hmm. not their fault. You know, it's just that's their, that's their guy. Yeah. And more power to him or whatever. But it is weird when you're like, like I like I did really well there because I think it was there. They don't think they really go to comedy shows, so they were like, oh, like this guy actually like I actual I had, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not to even say like the other guy was doing his doing his stuff, but he was, you know, I think um, he was a good guy. He's a good guy too. I don't want to throw his name out there, but um, I think his his uh, buddy who wound up being his like road manager or whatever was like, oh yeah, he doesn't test his material in the clubs. He tests it on Instagram and it blew my fucking Ooh. mind. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. And I was like, how the hell does that work? But it doesn't matter how it works because those, those are the people come to see, yeah, come to see that bit. So does that fuck you, do you think? Like, what do you say? Does that fuck you? Like as you do real comedy and that guy's like used to like Instagram comedy, mm-hmm. which is like this new thing. Does it fuck um, you? Like do yeah. people not hit your jokes the same way that a normal crowd would? No, they do. I think it actually. I, I think if you're, I think if you're a good comic and that crowd sees you, it's enhanced in a way. Because mm-hmm. I, I got the same amount of like, um, it was a fun show to do, and he's a good performer, and he's a, and he's got jokes or whatever. And I think he understands it, you know, because he's actually the thing that I admire about him at least is that he's trying to do the clubs. Mm-hmm. Like he could just sell yeah. out theaters if he wanted to, like small theaters, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's what he was kind of doing. And then he was like. I like comedy. I want to do the comedy clubs too, hmm. you know, and kind of try to pay my, you know, he doesn't have to pay any dues, but the same way that like, I guess I did or the rest of us did. Well, there's experience um, to get there, I think. Yeah. And then he, yes, exactly. And then, but he kind of came in and did his thing or whatever. So at least I feel like at least he's trying to give some props to that, you know, to what the rest of us do. But for that audience, I think it's beneficial because they've never seen me and they've mm-hmm. never seen like, you know, like an like a comic who's seasoned and done that stuff. So it was it was great. They loved it, and then they had him, and then he fucking did his shit and obviously crushed because they're huge fans. Nice, yeah. And I mean, in terms of like, uh, and I'm guessing that's a that was a younger crowd. Yeah, overall. So like, even thinking of myself and like what I've watched in terms of comedy growing up mm-hmm. over the years, I feel like you, there is like a comedic maturity. Not not to like, I don't want to say yeah. that they're less mature or whatever in a bad way, right. but just like your tastes sort of grow over time with what you find funny, your life experience, totally. your perspective, all that stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, there might be that bridge moment where it's like, huh, yeah, I'm going from TikTok to like the situational yes. type of stuff. And that's, and that's fucking great, <clears throat> great to do though, too, because I mean, I don't know if you, you guys probably when you were in high school or whatever, like I listened to comedians, I probably shouldn't have been listening to or like yeah, when I was yeah. younger, you know what I, I mean? Saw, like, I saw George yeah. Carlin at 15. Shut the yeah. fuck up. dude! No way. <laughs> my, uh, my mom's friend, Tom, he, he was like a friend from high school. He, he was like, uh, I have to take him. This guy's so important to comedy, yada, yada, yada. And it was definitely way more mature that I did not to hear, need to hear about like smelling a pussy next to my mom, but, uh, <laughs> but totally worth the experience to go see him. Yeah, man. I, I grew up the same way though. Like I, we, <clears throat> I, there wasn't really anything I couldn't watch. Um, especially like I was, I love Robin Williams. And then it was like, uh, 
I saw like his special in the seventies when oh, I was man. 13 or whatever. Yep. Like it was just on whatever the TV was. And I, you know, wound up watching that. And then I had his albums and I had Carlin and then Richard Jenny. Uh, we, my parents used to watch that. So I would watch that guy. So yeah, it was, I was, I just grew up around my family loved comedians and and then I wound up loving them even more. And then, mm. um, but yeah, it's good. I like, I don't, I hate that thing where like, Oh, there's like a younger crowd. I don't give a fuck if they're if they're are there are if they're, are they eight? Then no. But are they like you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen? Right. They can hear whatever. Then they're in high school. They hear way worse. Yeah, because yeah, way worse. <laughs> yeah, there's shit that yeah. I heard when I was in school that I was like at the fucking locker. So they're calling dicks glizzies these days, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> are they right? Dude, are they really? Because yeah. that's not glizzy I'll, can I'll, mean I'll, a hot dog or a dick. Apparently, I had a I got a young got source write, telling me these things directly off the streets. I gotta write that down. I'm not gonna remember that. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I did not realize that at all. Glizzy, that's, man. That's it's real talk. Me, man. Yeah. So I mean, wow. yeah, they're they're wild these days. So. Did they tell you why it's called a glizzy? I don't. Is it from Glock? I don't have. I don't have any backstory. Does it have anything glizzy. to do with Glock? That's a good fucking point. That's a good. Wow. Look at you glizzy. making connections. I, I I actually listened to an entomology podcast going into the uh, <laughs> oh, you know the words and where they come from. So. That's pretty great. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but yeah. <laughs> you were like, actually, real answer. Real Let talk. me break it down for you. <laughs> Let me tell you where the word dunce comes from. So, no, uh, I, one thing you mentioned before we got recorded, uh, you, you wanted to say something about our podcast name? Oh, dude, yeah. I love. I, I saw you guys when you followed me or whatever, and I immediately, like, I think I followed you back, like, instantly. I just love the podcast. Americans, like, that speak, <laughs> that, that's a brilliant, it's one of those things where you're, like, kicking yourself that you didn't think of. Because, like, I'm just like, that's a great, that's a fucking great name for a podcast. It's a great Dude. name for anything, though. What, Album, is it, podcast. what does this mean to you? I'm interested to get the, the unbiased yeah, I, sort of. I got something to say after this, but yes. <clears throat> oh, uh, I mean, it, it's, I think it kind of described, like, it resonated with me because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a total, I mean, a slacker. Absolutely. <laughs> From, like, day, like, I, I, to me, it's like, uh, you've got the potential, but you won't fucking do anything about it. <laughs> That's what American slacker means. It's that everything is available to you at all times, and you still haven't gotten up off the couch. I like it. Yeah, it's me, pretty, pretty good. To me, you are an American slacker, and that's why I was saying fascinating earlier when you were like, you know, I, I gave up on fucking school and all that. Like, it's like, no, yeah. dude, that's the point. Like, it's like, don't fit into the fucking mold, dude. Like, be yeah. yourself. Be the fucking slacker. Like, take the fucking time. Like, just fucking let life be you. You get one life, dude. Let's yeah, exactly. Live it, baby. American slacker. Yep. No? That's perfect. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I always like to get the interpretations uh, of our name. Yeah. I, I, I came up with it, I don't know, just randomly. I pitched it to Matt, and he was like, that's fucking golden. Um, yeah, it's, it's great, man. Like five years ago now, almost. Yeah, forever uh, ago. Four and a half or something yeah, like we've that. We've been doing this for a while. No, that's but. fucking sick, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great fucking name, and I totally agree with what you said, too. I feel like I always tell people that kind of shit. I'm like, just do whatever the fuck you're going to do. And what makes you that's why I, that's another reason why I really want to do comedy too, because I find it so funny when people are like, when they try to put rules and restrictions on it, like you were talking before about, uh, you know, people holding up their fucking cell phones <laughs> and podcasts. And I, and I agree. There's like certain things that you don't do, but there's like a flip side of that where like, I know some people who were getting in on the zoom show shit, mm -hmm. like really early on. And they were like, they set out these rules and they were just like, you know, dress appropriately. Obviously you're not going to be fucking naked, but like, <laughs> but they were like, you know, that's um, a different show. 
Porn out <laughs> yeah. a comedy show, baby. That's a new yeah, thing we yeah. can touch on no, after the that's show. The, we, need, uh, we can start totally do that. What was it, Luis Gomez? They haven't doing yet. the naked show, or uh, Zach Zach Amico was telling us about the naked show. Yeah, oh yeah, Zach Amico was was telling us about that. <laughs> yeah, naked comedy show yeah. in New York City. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a there's, dude. There's a comedy show. They asked me to do one in Boston one time, and they were like, "Yeah, we're doing the naked show." <laughs> uh, and it was like, I don't know, negative two degrees outside. I was like, oh, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> like, That's not going to work well for me. Coming back <laughs> yeah. in June, a nice comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. like 70, 60 something. <laughs> then I can exactly. hang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I was like, ah, it's a good point. I'm surprised they haven't done like a, a Pornhub naked Zoom comedy show yet. It's always, but you know what? It's never good. It's like going to a nude beach. You know what I mean? It's yeah. never the people you want to see. The idea <laughs> is so much better than the real, the reality of it. You know? Yeah. 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 So yeah. You're saying it's the like, Zoom comedy shows seem to set out like these rules, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I was saying like yeah, they do. They seem to like there. There's this um one dude who was just like laying it down where he was like you know uh you know dressed like you were performing in a theater. I'm like, dude, we're in our fucking homes. We're all depressed. You know, I'm not setting up a fucking sheet. Like, there's another show that I <laughs> failed on. Uh, my friend wanted me to do a Zoom show. And, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't have the equipment or whatever the fuck they needed. You know, and I was just like, what? but I have this. Like, do I need anything else to do? And it was like, you had a stand. And then, you know, they wanted, like, they wanted to be the same background. So they were like, can you, you know, perform in front of a plain wall? And I'm like, I have shit all over my walls like yeah i'm not taking stuff down oh God, not yeah. fucking doing you know i'm like we're comedians can't we just do our isn't it enough that we're just writing and doing our shit like yeah. i felt know, bad it, asking it, you to switch to a laptop yeah <laughs> I, well i appreciate that because this is how it's supposed to work and look and i paid for stuff but for whatever zoom you maybe i don't know maybe they updated it or whatever it was but zoom used to just fuck with me constantly <laughs> i mean that's the thing though you should be making it as easy as possible on these performers because like you said yeah. everyone's fucking depressed everyone's going yeah. through this shit like and what yeah. else are you going to get a show with the performer in their natural environment that's kind of yes, like what exactly. I look at it is like, whoa, holy shit. When can you get a guy more comfortable? Like, that's the one positive of a Zoom show to me. Yeah. It's like the motherfucker's in his den of craft. He could fucking yeah. just write some brutal shit on you. I don't know. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think people need to put that stuff in place. You know, it, it's weird to me. It's like all the kids who made honor roll suddenly got in charge of shit, you know, when you were in high school. <laughs> and it's terrifying <laughs> because they only know one. Like, I remember when I worked at that fucking bank when I first mm. started doing this or whatever. I walked into the back room and I literally like I was like 20. So I thought I had like a real job or whatever. Little did I know that there are no real jobs. It's all the same fucking assholes. You know, it's all people pretending that they're more important than they are. So I get into the back room. We're dealing with money, money market accounts, fucking home loans. And there's a chart on the goddamn back of the door. And then there's stickers because the bank manager was like, if you get this many accounts, you get a sticker. And I was like, where the fuck? am i i thought i had an adult job but i realized this person doesn't know how to fucking do anything mm. they're just they got stickers when they were in high school and then they went to <laughs> whatever and they probably still you know that's their incentive like sticker chasing baby the real yeah, yeah, addiction exactly. problem yeah I'm like, they go home fuck. it's just a wall like a 16 foot <laughs> by eight look at all these fucking stars stars yeah. People and that's that's how they quantify shit, you know? They're like, oh, are you doing A, B, C, and D? Then you get to be in this thing. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but... 
It's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter at theharperguys. Or, so, or shoot it. What? That, that. Mama? That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up, and you can go out in the tux at night, and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER APPROVED. Like I, I, my, I turned down a. Uh, by the way, I don't have any business turning anything down to this point, but I am doing it. Um, <laughs> nice. just finally, like good to have the option. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just have no. There's no reason for me to do it. Um, I got an audition to do uh, a Nathan's commercial with Andy Cohen. Hmm. Which, by the way, a, a weird sentence as it is. I didn't know Andy Cohen <laughs> like Nathan's. Fuck. Yeah, Whatever. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it took yeah. me a minute to process. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds made up, but I can show you the email. <laughs> so, but my, my manager sends me the thing and it's like Thursday night, like a, maybe probably like midnight here. And they want the self tape at 10 AM, wherever the fuck they are. So I'm like, so I got a small window to do it. And that usually sometimes happens. Like stuff will come across the bow and they're like, you got to do this too sweet. It's like, okay. And then I re I get the sides and there's two different scenes. One's a wedding scene. One's like a jogging scene in a park. So I do. <laughs> So, but I'm, I'm looking at them or whatever, and there's like four other actors in that scene, right? I don't know if you guys have ever done auditions and stuff or, or like for whatever before, but like you get these sides and then if you go to the audition, they have people read with you. Okay. We do a self tape, not so much. Mm-hmm. So there's like four other people there and I have two or three lines in the first one. The second one, I've got more lines, but there's still more actors that are supposed to be there. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, who the fuck do I know that's going to be awake right now, you know? <laughs> on a third that's gonna want to fucking suddenly do these lines like Bunch i'm texting friends. yeah everybody's like asleep and i get it you know what i mean oh like God. hey i, I got this hot dog a- script i really need to get through you mind uh coming over yeah exactly <laughs> so then yeah not only that i'd have to set up my fucking blue screen thing or whatever set the camera up and then i could record my lines myself all the all the shit and then fucking map that that's gonna take fucking forever and then i look at the thing and it says and also dress accordingly. So they wanted me to look like I was in a wedding. And I was like, Oh my God. Am I, tux up. You, yeah, if I can pretend that there's other actors, you can fucking pretend I'm wearing a tux and I'm at a wedding. <laughs> like, throw me a goddamn bone. You know what I mean? And then, and then I like realized I looked at the email again and my manager sent her like clips of me doing stand up, uh, uh, television interviews that I did, um, you know, some press and a, and a short film that I was that I wrote and I was in and she's like he's great he's got a good look you know but and then they still wanted me to do this fucking thing and I was like I'm out I'm not doing yeah. it like if you like first of all if you don't know 
that you want me in this fucking commercial by five different performances I did, you know, that you saw on video already, you know, you don't want me. So yeah. why would I run through this fucking shit? You know, and I told my manager, I'm sure, like, again, I'm sure he wasn't particularly thrilled. <laughs> but I, I'm also like, don't make me run through fucking hoops like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I'm, I get it. Like, on one hand, I'm like, I'm not going to change the way business is done, maybe. But I'm going to change the way it's done for me. Seriously. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing that shit, you know? A hundred like, fucking percent, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy because a lot of time they've already picked out their fucking person and they still make people jump through hoops because it's like, mm-hmm. just what if? <laughs> Like, what if he's not like this, you know, like they know who the yeah, fuck exactly. you, you see the yeah. same thing outside of entertainment too, with like job applications, even they'll yeah. be like, send us a video so resume. Funny. If you tell it us, yada, yada. And they're like, they, then they don't even pick you. What are you supposed to do that 30 fucking times to get yeah. a job? So trivial. Hear back fucking. from companies that don't give a fucking shit about you anyway. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you, man. I mean, the people that wind up, it's usually the people that are the least talented, have no idea what the fuck they're doing are not very creative, but they've learned how to go from A to B, mm-hmm. you know, with these dumb steps. Like I, when I was uh, younger and I was doing this, I was trying to get into festivals or whatever. And I remember one festival I wanted to get into. I don't remember what it was, but the process to do it was like, you had to write a fucking cover letter. And I was like, I became a comedian because I don't like doing cover letters. <laughs> and yeah. they were like, in 500 words or less, tell us why you said, oh, no. No, because I wrote a fucking act. Yeah. And I, I've been grinding it out in, in dumb clubs, you know, <laughs> fucking, you know, or whatever, to perfect it to do a thing. Like, yeah, I'll send you my tape. That's annoying as it is. And, you know, but I'm not fucking writing why you think I should. It's not a college application. Yeah, man. Yeah. But they want you to do, like, certain people want to do it that way. And I'm here to say, you don't have to, like, it's, I'm sure it's, might be a little harder in a way. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's any harder than that. But for me, like, I found that it was, but it's it's peace of mind on my end, and it's a lot better than, than fucking jumping through hoops for people. Sometimes you have to, but, you know. You, you got to choose, choose the hoops wisely, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah exactly. That festival, at the end of the day, sometimes you have to be like, is this going to make or break me? Because if it isn't, and that works both ways, too. Like, there's, like, you know, sometimes I'll turn something down because I'm like, I'm not going to get anything out of it. You know, I already have the experience. Like if I didn't have the experience, I'd go, all right, I'm not going to get anything out of it, but at least I'll know what's up. And then, you know, but then other times I'm like, if, if it's not, I'm not going to do anything, then I'm not just going to do it just to fucking show up and, and yeah. do whatever. It doesn't, doesn't matter. But other times too, like going out and doing a club or whatever, you know, it's beneficial to me and nothing else. It's like, it's not going to, I'm not going to get any fans you know, the audience isn't going to take my fucking card and follow me on Instagram. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not great money, but it's okay. But, but to me, then I go, okay, but then this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work out, you know, uh, I'm going to do new jokes or I'm just going to just go to improvise and get, get more state or whatever the hell it is. Cause sometimes I'll do that. And I know I have five really important gigs coming up. So I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm performing in a barbecue joint on a Thursday. <laughs> well, that and, and the then, brisket, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude, I used to do clubs sometimes just for the food. Really? Fuck yeah. Speaking of clubs <laughs> in Pennsylvania, man, there was a club in the Poconos called Poconuts. Um, <laughs> that sounds familiar. Like, I feel God, like I've heard people I, talk about these, this before. These fucking club names, man. <laughs> They're the worst. The laugh tit. The fucking, oh, gig, you know, giggle nips or whatever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, I, like, I liked giggle nips, though. 
Thanks. Giggle nips. That's my. Yeah. I'm gonna open one when I. Uh, Ooh, well, smart. Later. Two for Thank one daiquiris on Thursdays. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is served in a nipple size. Like, oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, it'll be yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, this club had the best. I don't know why the best cheesesteaks and like all this kind of shit. And I actually left the stage early one night because my food got out and I want to get cold. <laughs> I was like doing my set and it actually I tried to time it so that when I got off it'd be there but for whatever mm-hmm. reason it was just done and I like I had like maybe like a few minutes left or whatever it was but I was like but and I like caught it out of the corner of my eye and I was like anyway you guys have been great oh my uh, god <laughs> like, the steam is stopping oh, on the cheese whiz I gotta yes. hop on over there I was like I don't give a shit and then I gotta you know whatever and I just went back to eat the guy was like did you cut your time and I was like I'm like full of I don't know. Hold on, get to you. Be right with you. Gotta try this. Take half. Well, it's Pennsylvania. They got that cheesesteak on lock. They do, man. That's another thing too. Yeah, the food's always the fucking best. When I went, when I used to do clubs in Chicago, dude, Chicago. I don't understand how people stay remotely thin out in Chicago because the food there is so fucking good. The dogs or the pizza? What what's uh, got your heart? Oh, the oh the dogs. Oh, oh, in Chicago. Wait, in Chicago? You talking in general? Uh, the in chicago specifically i mean i guess you can't really go back on new york pizza no you yeah. can't chicago style pizza is absolute fucking garbage there's no way around it <laughs> yeah see i know it's a typical new yorker get that deep dish and put it in the yeah. fucking trash dude <laughs> i i fucking hated every minute of that and you know what's crazy is that chicago people have a real fucking complex about new york because there wasn't a second that i was there hanging out with people they were like see isn't this isn't this kind of beautiful and i'd be like dude I don't like whatever, whatever you want, whatever helps you sleep. In. They're like, like, yeah, they showed it to me in the day. They showed it to me at night. <laughs> they, just kept, they just kept taking me to different points of the skyline. Like, tell me that sky. It's like, is the tourism board giving kickbacks to the citizens or something? Like, I don't know, dude. It was weird. It was it was like a dude who's really insecure about his dick, just showing you his dick. Up. See, <laughs> like it's like some girl Look at it in this light, and he was it's like, "Look at it like this." Which is, yeah, exactly. Like, you, mentioned, you mentioned briefly that uh, you had written and shot a short film. I did. Yeah, I did. I, I um um a year ago, I I did a film uh, called Dup It, and it's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's um. I wrote it with a friend of mine. Um, I came up with the idea um, a couple of years ago, and I was trying to figure out what to do with it or whatever. And then um, another group of friends um, traded like a little, um, like a film group. And they brought me into it or whatever. And we were going to do like 12, you know, films throughout the year or whatever, oh, wow. one month, one, one film every month. And the first one we did was something that I had already had a script for. I was like, well, I already got this done. And uh, it was about a dude who is dealing with depression and it manifests itself into a puppet. And the puppet's name is Duppet. And so that's kind of affectionately how what we wound up calling the film and stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just about, it's 11 minutes. Um, We boiled it down to because what I wrote was, it was crazy because for our first film, it had like nine different locations. And the oh, guy wow. who was like, if we, my friends, the people who were in the group were like, are you fucking kidding? And I was like, I didn't know we were gonna do this when I wrote it. I just yeah. wrote it and then, but we wound up getting it done. And it and it wound up being really good. And it got a, a lot of good response and uh, just from people who, who resonated and, and dealt with depression and shit like that. And, um, and now we got the attention of the Henson company. 
Oh, wow. So yeah, so they they saw it and then they contacted me and I had to fly out there. It's all before COVID, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. right before COVID, because I flew out there that year. Yeah, and uh, but now it just everything's just kind of halted. So mm-hmm. they still they're still interested, but production's not. With their interest, is it like for a feature length or something? No, I want to do a series. I wanted oh, it to be I, I, the way I pitched them was like I wanted to do a series and hopefully they would produce it and you know, we would have their studio backing it and maybe sell it to Amazon or Netflix or whatever. But we, the series, it's the first thing that I've done where it's, everything's done. So there's the the 11 minute uh, short film, which is basically our promo video. We don't need anything else. We already have the first and second season mapped out. The pilot's done. Damn. Uh, Yeah, so we're just waiting. And and on on a, like a go ahead. I mean, it's do you do you see it as a benefit that it sort of halted where it did and not like mid production or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh well, no, I would have had money by then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Yeah, that's a good Checks point. Would have been signed. Oh uh, man. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm 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 still grateful that we got it as far as we did now. Anyway, and who knows? Maybe maybe Henson will be like, uh, you know. Too much time has passed, but we're we're not we're just happy that they're still interested and mm. um you know mid production would have been better yeah I think overall but you know it could have been a lot worse it could have never gotten off the ground to begin with right so True. but I hope it winds up being a series I wouldn't be opposed to a feature length film either but mm-hmm. I think just it would be cool to just do a, a show based mm. around it and the characters and stuff Netflix and, um, or Hulu type of. Yeah, I would go for Netflix or Hulu or even Amazon Prime either. Well, it's okay, on, yep. the film is on Amazon Prime right now. Um, it'd be cool if they wound up picking it up. But even Netflix, I mean, mm. Netflix is like my go-to for everything yeah. because they Everybody's. just fucking... It is. No fucking commercials. Leave. No fucking yeah. threatening of commercials. None of that shit. Mm. Yeah, they Hulu sucks, bro. Yeah. Hey, I'm watching King of the Hill again. Don't, don't shit on Hulu. Bro, I was watching... Uh, I'm going to let it out here. I was watching Sons of Anarchy again, but like, dude, <laughs> dude, fucking, the commercials kill me, bro. Like, I just, every time it comes up, 90 seconds, 90 seconds, I'm like, what is this? I pay you! <laughs> Don't go to Grandma's I house. Know. You're going to hate it. Dude, I didn't know this either, but uh, apparently IMDB is with Amazon Prime. Like, I just got, you know, whatever, and they fucking had the audacity to put commercials. If yeah. you're, if it's like an IMDb promoted show or whatever it is, they what? started putting commercials in, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the fuck is the wow. incentive?" And now that they're not even releasing, like I, another reason I love Netflix is the seasons are just out. That's it. Yeah, I can binge watch that shit. Like, yep. y- you know, I didn't no know that. I was, I started watching The Boys, which was, oh, yeah. I was fucking I, I'm loving it. So good, but I didn't know. I thought the first and second season were out. Yeah. So I plowed through the first season. Dude, like, same. Oh, no. <laughs> and then there was no season two, episode one for you. Mm. Dude, the worst feeling in the world when you run out of that season, you're like, what? What? Like, yeah. you're so empty inside. I know yeah, that it was just me well. and a block of cheese and a bag of crackers. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. it was better not be cheese. It's that's too much cheese, man. <laughs> no, no, no cheese. No. Ritz. The Ritz crackers. Gotta go Ritz. Yeah. Gotta go Ritz. Yeah. But yeah, it was a bummer, and I can't believe they fucking do that shit with the commercial, you know, releasing it. Because Disney Plus, I can kind of understand them doing it now because it's new; they don't have anybody. But Amazon and Hulu, fuck off. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> we're not going to them. Too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, we'll, we'll we'll bleep that part. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just do a voiceover for me, and it's, I love. I'll do it, <laughs> and you guys can Perfect. just scream. That, that'll that. work. 
in the edit we will fix that <laughs> i love hulu <laughs> my god mm. now man i wanted to definitely touch on your book though too as well you grew up sure. you were you were a comic kid is that why you're an illustrator like that's what got you into yeah this? man the, the, the only two things i ever wanted to be growing up were a comedian or a cartoonist and that's oh, like sixth grade knew what i wanted to do uh i apparently wanted to have like zero money <laughs> <laughs> like I'm what are the more difficult path man you went, to right. you went to public school didn't you totally yeah same here they <laughs> yeah. never taught us how to make money yeah. <laughs> no not at all in, like, follow in, in your dreams school. i was just dreams, gonna fucking say it. that dude you beat me yeah i was like follow your dreams guys every <laughs> every but every 80s movie taught us that too every 80s movie was oh, like fuck yeah your yeah. dad works too much. <laughs> Your mother's a saint. <laughs> and, then, and then the dad would like quit the job and never told us how the rest of the family worked out. Like he'd go on that family vacation. Mm -hmm. But like years later, I'm like, how the fuck are they affording the rest of, you know, <laughs> I'm going to stay. And like, and, and they pretended like the, that's what the wife really wanted instead of just money, why she married him in the first place. <laughs> like, you right. didn't spend enough time with the kids. But really, that's never the case. It's no. always about money in the end. That's why they leave them home and go on vacation or, uh, you know, just yeah. send, or give them some masks so they can become yeah. ninjas. <laughs> the wife wouldn't make the husband quit his job to go on vacation. She just cheat on him while they're on vacation. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Damn scuba instructor. Fuck. I didn't see that home alone. <laughs> it was like the fifth or sixth one. I can't remember. Uh, they got weird. You ever see the, you ever see the movie uh, Summer Rental with John Candy? No. I don't know if I saw that one. Okay, first of all. I was Guys, a candy kid, on. but we're gonna we're gonna watch we're gonna uh, camp, camp candy. We're gonna watch um, we're gonna watch it right now. Okay, okay. All, right, all right, we're still rolling. Let's pull up Netflix. right now. Why yeah, Netflix party. watch party? Um. Well, it, it, well, then I will we'll fucking watch it first. We'll, you can cut that part out. <laughs> it's not gonna make any sense and it ruins everything. Um, it ruins the movie if I say it. But anyway, so uh, wait, what the fuck were we talking about then? God damn it, I've got off in a tangent. We started oh. off talking about your cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, my cartoons. And uh, yeah, they, yeah. So I started drawing, um, you know, when I was young, like third grade, I started drawing like cartoons and stuff. And I just kind of taught myself how to draw. And um, I stopped for a while. I think I stopped when I started doing stand up because I was drawing like my own little comic strips all the time, like, or whatever. And I, I really wanted to do it. And then I stopped for a little bit and I started doing stand up. And then I completely focused on that. And then at another point, I like, I don't know. I started drawing again. I think when I got um, like a drawing computer, basically I, I bought like a Wacom or Wacom or whatever, Cintiq or whatever. And then I started drawing my cartoons because I was like, I have these jokes. They're great, but I also see them visually like what you're supposed to. The same picture you paint for the audience, you can actually literally paint most of the time. So yeah. I, uh, I started drawing them and posting them online. And then I would kind of do that when I was on the road. I would, you know, go into the hotel room, fucking draw some shit post whatever i could and then before i knew it i had like over a hundred cartoons and this um uh this art gallery in woodbridge new jersey was like why don't you come like we're we're doing a, a like an opening and um we're having a bunch of artists here why don't you bring your cartoons i was like absolutely but i felt totally out of place because there were real artists there uh <laughs> that like you know there's a guy who spent like fucking hours doing this painting shit and i was like yeah i i, I did some lines and colored them <laughs> with a paint can <laughs> yeah, see you were smart he's got student loans <laughs> <laughs> there was another dude in there too man who took like old broken car parts 
photographed the, you know what I mean? Like put them together, okay. photographed them. And mine was the most popular exhibit that, and I felt like such an asshole <laughs> because I was like, they must fucking hate me. But <laughs> cartoons are appealing. You know what I mean? They were, they were yep. fun. Like they were written well. Um, they were funny and, you know, and I got to, I had like a whole wall and then they were like, do you want to add more? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I just had, got to put a bunch of my shit up there. And then one dude that was looking at him was like, do you have a book? And I was like, not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I put them all in a book and um, called Drawings from a Nobody because who the fuck am I? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Did you I come up like, with the name at the, uh, at the exhibit? Basically, I, well, I didn't have it there. I didn't, I didn't label the exhibit that, but I came up with it after. Okay. Um, because it really was kind of like, there, there's no reason for me to have, I didn't, I didn't have like a, even a, I don't think I had much of a following then, uh, even on social media. Like I had like a few thousand people or whatever, but I was just like, I don't need to come out with a book, but I wanted to. Yeah. Um, so I did it and then I got to promote it and run around with it for a while and it got me into some other meetings and stuff. So it's good. It wound up being a really good thing. And I still post my cartoons online. Uh, I'd like to do, I'm, I started working on another book and then it fell to the wayside when I started doing this other stuff. But I love cartooning, love drawing. I was gonna say your style is very unique. Uh, who are like your main illustration, like uh, inspirations? I mean, uh, it doesn't um, seem like Marvel. Like it seems I, I like, like I get like a far side kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah, I love, I was gonna say Gary Larson, far side, Berkeley Breathe, uh, Bloom County um oh, bill waterson calvin and hobbs yep. peanuts calvin, was, that's calvin hobbs with those pick up yeah 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 calvin and, that's what a lot of people say too they're like oh yeah like a kind of like uh but yeah but those like are more detailed yeah yeah those are my influences like they they were those are the ones i read and they kept me company throughout most of like high school and shit um yeah. i have all the calvin and hobbs books i had i started out reading garfield which is always kind of like oh, I guess hell yeah like there you go i was a big Garfield. Right? jim davis yeah man i was a huge garfield i think everybody has yeah. a gateway drug into like an art form because <laughs> Dude, like yeah. garfield obviously isn't the most like critically acclaimed no but it was I got, hilarious i got really into so. foxtrot Dude, Foxtrot was a great strip back in the day. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill, what's Bill Amend? I think is his name. Yeah, he's yeah. great. I think he's... I'll fact check us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, and and the craziest thing is, and I still have them. I wrote all these guys. I wrote uh, Mike Peters from uh, Mother. Yeah, Gibson Bill Amend. You got it, Bill Amend. Um, I think I wrote him. I wrote uh, Rick Kirkman and Jerry Scott, who did Baby Blues. Nice. And um, Dilbert oh, Scott Adams, that fucking lunatic. <laughs> uh he's he, i can't believe he's a trump supporter now guys like that i is mean the... my i had two, i had uh three parents that worked at ibm my mom my dad my stepmom so dilbert, dilbert was very apparent throughout my life um and yep. then to later find out him outside of dilbert is like kind of i try and keep the art and the artist separate in a lot of cases i know you have to <laughs> with everything all music yeah. Yeah. acting yeah, everything yeah he hasn't done anything that hard he's not like bill cosby you know what i mean like when you have to <laughs> But like, um, Dilbert yeah, was quite our controversial. That is our level. That's our level. Is, like, is he is he drugging people and meter. fucking them? No, right, we're good. Right. We're good. He hasn't crossed yeah, the threshold exactly. yet. Rape and murder is where you where I draw the line. And then yeah, after that, yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Uh, <laughs> Small bullions came by us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know you. I'm not judging. You're funny. So um, you were you yeah, had a lot of a lot of influences. It sounds like in terms of like style and what you were looking at. 
Yeah. Well, Dilbert was another thing too. Was it, 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 this is going to sound like an insult, but it totally is. I mean, he's not fucking listening to me. Um, but he's, uh, he couldn't draw. Like, mm-hmm. like his strips are not like they're they're very unique because those characters are unique or whatever. But even he admitted it. Like he he's not a good artist, but he wrote well and um and the and the jokes are and he kind of got better and he figured out how to do it along the way. But like he's not a phenomenal artist, mm-hmm. and that was also like oh cool like. I can, you know, I don't have to reach these levels of expectation. He, he did it with such, you know, that's why like some of my cartoons are kind of simple too. They're just like very simple. Like I, in my head, I can visually see where to put the lines so that it looks like something I want it to look like. Mm-hmm. It's not at all, you know, the joints aren't correct or like, you know, whatever it is, but like I can make a desk look like a desk with like a few, a few lines. And I like yep. doing that kind of shit. Cause some people will be like, you know, you didn't connect like a couple of my friends who are like really good artists or whatever, they'll be like, it drives me crazy. I'll see your drawings. And like, you know, this guy's arm, like you're missing a line didn't attach there. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not something I need to fix. It's just something, it's just how I draw. So yeah. I need a dick. Yeah. I mean, if someone hires you to paint the Mona Lisa, yeah, you might have some issues. But, yes. <laughs> but which is another thing too is knowing where your lane is i'm not yeah, gonna do anything that i don't that's the like, thing yeah. yeah i've had people ask me they'll be like hey can you do can you you know we want to hire you to do whatever it is and i'll be like just take a look at my stuff first this is exactly what my wheelhouse is if you know you don't like i'll do it but if you don't like it like just to head, like whatever but then sometimes they'll be like oh, okay you know we're gonna look for somebody else and i totally get it that's fine yeah. with me because i don't want to waste my time Exactly. And I don't, I don't want to like, you know, I can't, there's stuff I can't do. No, but it's a cool outlet, especially to see, I, I don't see too many comedians um, illustrating as well. So it, it's, yeah, it's cool man. to see that uh, comedy lens through mm-hmm. something like an illustration or a comic. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's not, it's yeah. not a skill you pick up overnight too. It's like, it's one of those skills that it's a tradesman skill. You got to put time mm-hmm. into do like what you do. Like, this is insane, dude. I could never draw half as good as like any of the shit i've seen from you it's like my fiance laughed at a drawing that i put in a card for her the other day <laughs> oh, so there's that's the, cute we're gonna hang on the fridge level. no no that went in a box with a top <laughs> in the closet you didn't even make the fridge damn dude <laughs> what was the drawing rough. of it was I, I don't know i think i was trying to be funny i drew a picture of us oh. it was like an old card from when we were first dating and i'm like i don't know how you stayed with me that's hilarious that's fucking awesome though that's the shit that gets uh oh yep. dude you have american slacker podcast shirts that's fucking sick so oh, i yeah. just noticed you think we fuck around bro dude, yeah available in the great, shop man. people oh. go to the shop american slacker podcast oh. asspodcast.com you will I'm find there that one that's fucking sick man <laughs> we got all kinds um, of baby. that's great <laughs> well where can people you find gotta sell your yourself stuff? i mean we're prostitutes come on yeah no you're all over the internet yeah, yourself, um, I, if, you know, uh, I have a website. It's johnpoveromo.net or .com, either one. Um, and uh, follow me on Instagram mostly. I mean, if you, it's just my name. It's just uh, John Poveromo um, or at John Poveromo, whatever, on Instagram. Because that's where I post every video, pictures, you know, all that other stuff. I love being on the – because Twitter's a fucking shit show. and But oh, I'm yeah. on Twitter, too. Yeah, uh, my Twitter's basically a ghost town of just angry retweets that I have about the election. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that. I did notice that yeah. when I was looking on. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it, it, my Twitter is like, I, I gave, I did Twitter like when it first came out and I was mm-hmm. on it for a while. And then uh, it's such a fucking hateful place that I yeah. bailed a little bit. Yeah, I found, like you know, I mean, Facebook's a shit show too, but I like Instagram. It's pictures and you can, you can story shit or whatever. It's still hateful. 
something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I posted a caption, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I know. I had, a, I had to stop. The first this is the first time I've ever had to do this, but I had to stop people from commenting on one of the things I posted on there. It was the thing about Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on there, and it got like 177,000 likes, and then uh, uh, shared like just as many times, or whatever. And people were coming out of the fucking woodwork, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> like 8,000 times. I was like, we're gonna done. We're done. Yeah. Cut <laughs> what happens when you do something like that? Your phone just fucking jump three feet in the air. <laughs> I had to stop. I had to like actually go back into the settings and like shut shit off. Wow. It was just like, <laughs> like constantly, Holy like, I, like this is fucking ridiculous. And the DMs I was getting, I had to report so many fucking people. Um, because they were like, some of them were just like crazy, like, uh dumb dumb people or whatever and other people mm-hmm. were like death threat yeah yeah you yes dude i was wondering i love it i, like, oh, I expect nothing less guys. yeah yeah i was like this guy's not stable yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah some some people were like hilarious so i talked to a few people too um which i the level of like that you have to like i couldn't put it out every day but like there's some people who were like I wound up actually talking and being like, are you okay? Because you seem to hate me at a level that is unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one, and there's one dude was like, I don't know, man, I'm just going through a lot of like, and he actually oh, wow. wound up oh, and he follows me. It's, it's, it's nice. He follows me now. He winds up talking to me. And then I, he kind of told me about his life a little bit, but I was like, Oh, cool. So I did that with a few people, whoever I could, cause I don't mind having a conversation. And then after a while I was just like, no way I can keep that up though. I can't, Free therapy, dude. Come on. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Come on. I know. I know. I was like, but it was nice, and I was like, oh, that guy's just totally chill. But he was like commenting on like every other photo I posted. Like, oh, baby. Fuck you. you suck. And oh, it was hilarious. And as soon as I was like, what's going on? Are you right? And he's like, actually, he's like, I don't know why I said all that shit. You're actually really funny. And oh I watched your stuff, and I was just like, I'm like, yeah, that's all right, dude. But so it's fun to keep in mind that like most people are just fucking hurting. Oh yeah, and they and they, there's not personal, and they just hate that you're, you know, because it was funny too. Because one of the things he said to me was like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, you think you can have an opinion because you're verified?" And I was like, "I don't even care that I'm verified." <laughs> like, you know, I, I was just like, like, but I was like, "That's a that's a what? specific kind of like this guy like has some shit to say and yeah, you know, whatever." So I was just like, "What's up?" That's yeah, weird, man. Yeah, everyone's but, uh, coming preloaded with their own baggage for totally. sure. Totally, <sighs> yep. Which I get because it like you know the audacity for any like I, I i get sick of celebrities doing that shit yeah i'm like stop talking to me from your fucking mansion you pulu <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> i don't know how to say that yeah go for it man just replace cunt with hulu yeah everybody with their hulu <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh man yeah. dude well, thank I've, you so much for coming on man yeah. this has been a fucking blast dude well be nice to john me. people be nice man, to john nice don't fucking don't try to wipe him out and give him the better fucking hotel room. Don't put him in an abandoned wing. Don't put him in the fucking murder room. Yeah, if someone died there, change the room. That's all yeah, I Exactly. Come on. <laughs> uh, at that, least give me the room the guy jerked off. I'll take that one. That's fine. Yeah, it's at least an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bringing it. Might be a little crusty, but at least you can get some rest. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, but that, you guys are fucking amazing, though. Thanks. It was a good conversation and stuff. Hell yeah, man. Anytime. Thank we'll have you back on once you're, you're fucking loose in the wild world as it heals and we finally Dude, get some yeah. entertainment again, which like, we great. can't wait for. So, And I'm sure you were fucking waiting even more than us as being a performer. Yeah. So. Oh, no, I hear you, man. Yeah, it's man fuck yeah. We'll hang out. Hell yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I hope. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. And everybody at home, thank you for fucking tuning in. Hopefully we give you a little bit of entertainment in this shitty time when there is none. And uh, (laughs) hey, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm psyching America, America. We're talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We're sacking America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passage. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.